Hi guys, it's Ellie and it's Heather and welcome, welcome back to Tea and Talk. Talk. It's just us today. We've got no guests this I know. week. I yeah. I was thinking like, why does it feel like we haven't recorded a podcast in ages? It literally has been ages. It's been a week and a half. Last time we recorded it like Wednesday last week and it's Saturday and we're uploading tomorrow. Yeah. Plus we haven't like been just us two in what seems like a while. So yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's just different with a guest. And yeah. yeah. It's cool. Different vibes. We yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed the past two um, guests. I wouldn't call them interviews because interview is more what we did with Maddie, like where we asked her questions. Guest is more like they're an added person to the conversation, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, that was really nice. But yeah, good to be back to the regular old um, shenanigans <laughs> yeah if that's what you want to call it sure <laughs> yeah. anyways right. ellie what's been going on the last week and a half it's been a while uh, well it's kind of like coming to exam time so mm-hmm. we're all like finishing up assignments getting ready for sacks at it's school. so annoying oh my gosh because i had my year 12 exams oh, yeah. this whole week and i had two sacks as well and i had a sack you know, last week um, on Friday, and we've just, I've just had so many sacks and stuff, but I'm pretty sure like all my assignments are done now. I have like a week of revision and then um, year, year 11 exam 11. week, year 10 exam week, and then um, head start. So almost year all 12. Kind of, <laughs> ah! <laughs> all kind of exciting when it comes to this time of year because mm. um, you're like everything's getting finished off. Uh-huh. Oh, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I feel like the end of school, it doesn't really feel like the end of school anymore compared to like what it was at primary school. Because in the last, say, few weeks of term in primary school, you would be doing like Christmas activities, just yeah, watching movies oh all day, cooking, like Christmas things, like treats to give to your family, yeah. presents and stuff. So I love that so much. But now the end of school it's in like high school means school. exam time, uh-huh. which is definitely not the same vibe but. i know and then we have head start and so i'm gonna start year 12 and it's full on from yep. the beginning and like our holiday Literally. homework is absolutely mental for english like you have to read two books that are like decent sized books you have to like annotate do all the stuff to do with reading a book yeah. and do like over a hundred questions it's oh disgusting God. i'm like ugh, really not keen for that yeah that sounds intense <laughs> mm-hmm. but um on friday last week it was super windy and it ripped oh, the roof yeah. of our school, and that was so cool. That's and a little we, bit of a highlight. I know, yeah. and one of the doors smashed too, which was yeah. cool. And which was then there cool. Was, it was cool, yes it was. And there was no um, internet. power. No power the entire day, so that means no internet for school So we couldn't work. do yeah. anything. Literally did nothing at school all day. Yeah, and like work, my work couldn't like open because there was no power, which Me was too. also good, so we just like went home. <laughs> it was yeah, great. I was meant to work as well that night, but I couldn't because, mm. yeah, so I just... They cancel my shift, like, which is totally fine. But, like, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. Everything just has to halt because of no yeah, power. Like, you just, like, it makes you realize how dependent we are on power now. Uh-huh. It was cool, though. But I loved it. Let's jump into sweets and salties. Okay, Ellie, do you want to go first? <laughs> sure. All right, sweet, right off the bat, I went to the gym with a friend. Hi, Jade, shout out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for the first time pretty much ever. Like, I went a couple times when I was in, like, year seven. But, like... I just did the bike and the treadmill and yeah. the Stairmaster and stuff. But, um, yeah, so that was really fun. And then because, like, it was 
I don't know. It felt like it was my first time working out ever again because I was just so like lost. Like I didn't have a program that I was following. I was just kind of like following just like, yep, I should do this. Yep, I should do that. <laughs> so it was like kind of weird in that sense. But yeah. I don't know I really liked it. It's like more motivation because there's people around you. People can see you. So it's not like you can half-ass any. Um, <laughs> well, I would still, but you know. <laughs> well, yeah. But then my legs like hurt for a couple of days, which is like really good. I don't know kind of pain that you just feels really great about <laughs> mm, sure and then it's not great when you have to walk upstairs the next oh, day in yeah. class and it's like i can't get off these stairs like this is pain <laughs> yeah yeah no my salty then is gotta think about this one i don't know i don't know if i want to call it my sore legs because i like having sore legs from like or sore body from like exercise it just feels like a really productive sort of pain mm-hmm. and i don't know if you just like stretch out it feels like the best so yeah. i don't know i'm gonna put this as like my sweet and my salty yeah if yeah, that, that makes sense, sense it does. Yep. yeah yeah uh, my salty is i'm completely finished uh year 12 psych and year 12 methods forever i don't have to learn any of it again i mean i'm not finished maths because i'm doing maths next year and further but it's like easier and i'm like yes i'm done i'll never have to do it again and i'm so happy oh well heather you just said you're salty no that was my sweet i meant sweet okay (laughs) sorry words are difficult ellie we know this (laughs) but okay that's my sweet is like finishing all these year 12 subjects and i'm so happy next year is going to be So much better for me doing two this year. I'm so grateful. And then my salty, well, it was my boss's last day on the day that we couldn't work, which was really sad. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she didn't get to really have her last proper shift. But anyways, so she's not working anymore. So it's sad. We miss you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. Fair enough. Um, so is there anything else being going on or do we just jump right into the episode? I think we should get in. It's a pretty short intro. Wow, Ellie, look at us go. Yeah, banging it out in, what, six minutes? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways, Ellie, what are we discussing this week? Today, we're going to be talking about the gender pay gap, which... Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> gender pay gap. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like the gender pay gap We hear about it a lot and there's a lot of statistics. Like when we talk about gender inequality, the gender pay gap statistic is one that comes up a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But do we actually know what this is, the gender pay gap is? Because I feel like there's a lot of kind of misconceptions around what the pay gap actually is. Okay. I feel like a lot of people don't really understand what it is. And what we're talking about, it's not like the male and female nurses and the male nurses earning more than those female yeah. nurses in the, when they're in the exact in same, same job. field yeah. yeah so the workplace gender equality agency um on the australian government website has this little definition that i want to read out because i feel like it's really succinct and it it really like it irons out what it actually is so the gender pay gap measures the difference between the average earnings of women and men in the workforce so like workforce as a whole. Yeah. So it's an internationally established measure of a women's position in the economy in comparison to men. So um, how they work it out is they take all the women and average out like how much... They earn per week. Yeah. So they take the average amount a woman earns per week and the average amount of the same aged man earns per week and it's the difference between that so it's across workforces across 
um, like leadership positions. It's just the difference between the average earnings of men and women across the workforce, as it yeah. said. And what I was talking about before with the male nurses being paid more than female nurses, that's not like the gender pay gap. That's actually called equal pay. Which is against the law for yes. um, employers to pay men more, more money women for the exact same job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So currently Australia's national gender pay gap is 14.2% and this figure um, changes like every year. Every year like yeah, month so that month. women are earning 14.2% less, less than men on their average. Their male counterparts, exactly. Yeah. The And like shockingly, in Western Australia, it is the highest difference being 21.9%. Which is quite significant. That's yeah. a lot above the national average. Yeah. And so South Australia is the lowest <laughs> with only 7%. Yeah, and where we stand in Victoria, we're at about 12.2% as of May 2021. And that's actually 2.6% more than this time last year. So it's actually, the gender pay gap in Victoria got bigger. Yeah, so women are earning more, sorry, less than men this year compared to last year. Yeah, exactly. And this is a lot of numbers and a lot of figures to get your head around, but um, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, we can put some statistics in the description box below because I know like hearing statistics verbally is like harder than seeing them on paper. So we can add some links in the description below if you want some further reading. But yeah. I just think that that's really interesting. And a little interesting fact, across the whole of the world, uh, Korea has the highest gender pay gap with 31.5%. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah almost a third. Almost less. Yeah. So women get two-thirds the amount that their male counterparts get. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I tell you what, I celebrated when I saw this, <laughs> um, that Luxembourg has the lowest gender pay gap with um, females earning actually 3.1% more than men. Get it, Luxembourg! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I find that so funny. Yeah. I'm like, yes, they understand women. Yeah. Honestly, uh, yeah. So basically, if we put that those statistics into real numbers, that means the average Australian woman earns $261.50 less than a man per week. So that's quite a significant amount. That covers your entire grocery bill, and women are getting that less than men. Every single week, and yeah. that adds up yeah, it does. to a significant difference in like by the end of the year. Yeah. Exactly. So we've kind of covered what it was, but Heather, why does it exist? Heather, what sort of systemic and cultural factors come into play in women earning less than men? Well, it's predominantly like children, childbearing, motherhood, that kind of idea, you know, got your domestic labor and the barriers with women in higher paying, paying roles. Um, these all contribute to women earning less than men, which is stupid because the rearing a child is a mother father thing or mother mother father father this is a two-sided dice you know and it's women are being the ones that do the majority of it and that's significantly affecting how much they earn over the course of their lifespan yeah exactly so if you think about it um if you've got like a 22 year old woman fresh out of university and 22 year old man fresh out of university they apply to your job And a lot of employees kind of look at it like this. Well, the man, he's going to, um, he's not going to have many 
like interruptions in his career. He's going to be really committed to this job for the next, say, 10, 15 years. 20 years-ish, you know. Yeah, but they look at the women and they see, okay, so she's 22. In, say, five years, she's probably going to have, like, a five-year break um, to have pop out a bunch of kids and we're going to have to pay her lots of maternity leave. So why would we not choose the male? So that kind of plays into it a lot, that um, idea that, the women are going to have the children. They're going to be the ones to take on the maternity leave and majority of the child-rearing tasks, and which obviously it's true. Like women are the ones that um, bear the child and actually have to give birth to it and like take time off to actually give birth and recover. And recover, yeah. It's a difficult process. Yeah, exactly. And obviously we can't just be like, well, that's unfair. Men, why don't you just start having babies? It's not like that, but... It's just the way employers see women as kind of like the burden. Like a time bomb. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. it's like, um, she's useful for maybe the next two to three years. But then after that, she's useless to us because yeah. she's going to be having children. Whereas this man, you know, he's got so much time up his sleeve. Let's keep him. Yeah, it's like the interruptions to the career. It, um, it's definitely inhibits career development because often people view a women's first priority is the children, looking after the children, getting them what they need and rearing them, whether the man's first priority is his career. That yeah. idea and plays sometimes into it as well. it's even the man's picked before the woman, even if that woman has no intention of having a child and exactly. the man does, you know? Yeah. It's that just predisposed, predisposed idea that, you know, women go, all they are here for is to have the children and they're going to do that. They're going to exactly. not have their career. They don't care about their careers. They're just going to have the children. It's that idea, that yeah. mentality. Yeah. And because women have to take this break from their careers, then when they come back into the workforce after they've finished having children, they're, let's say, five years behind their male um, counterparts, their peers in their careers. So it, it does affect a woman's ability to earn and progress in their careers over their lifetime because they do have to take that break to have children if they choose to have children, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a quite a deep-seated issue, as we've discussed. And closing the gender pay gap doesn't just involve us rallying for um, higher pay for women. It needs to be about breaking down these barriers and these systemic like prejudice against women in the um recruiting in like thinking about women in higher paid jobs um and like promotional yeah exactly like often you would say you have two people working the same job man and a woman um you don't give the woman a promotion because she's probably going to be having a child won't be able to put all her time into this work it's the same thing it keeps going back to the fact that oh you know babies it's just gonna stop her career let's not give her the chance to go further yeah yeah so we've got the that unconscious or conscious bias during the recruiting but there's also a bunch of other things that come into it too um studies show that women are less likely to actually negotiate for a higher wage when they're in a job interview um than men are because women are already told you're lucky to be even in this job you're lucky to even be offered this role And do you think it comes from um, our beliefs a while ago when women actually weren't allowed to work? Do you think that's still present in our society today? Definitely. In in that, what you just said there, women are lucky to even have that job because we didn't have that option. Yeah. That's still the same mentality. Like, what the hell? This was old news, guys. You know, get on the 
2021 level, my God. Yeah, exactly. Whereas men, they feel like they deserve it. Like, yes, I deserve to be here. I'm going to um, say, no, I want more pay. And But women, they feel like, well, I'm lucky to be here, so I don't want to piss them off anymore. Like, we've kind of got this um, internalised... Mentality? Uh, inferiority complex, oh, even. Yeah. And going back to, like, the women in job interviews, often employers ask women coming into their workplace about their family plans. Are you planning on having kids? You know, when's that in the future? Like, yeah. What time frame have you got on this type which thing? Is, which plays into their decision whether they select them for the actual job or yeah, not. Yeah, but men aren't asked this. Yeah, hardly. Yeah. Exactly. But when you think about it, what if you've got a homosexual male and five years down the track um, they're planning on adopting a baby and then taking paternity leave for that. But they're not even asked that. And what if um, women aren't no intention whatsoever on having children, but employers still ask and they're like, you sure? But she probably might change her mind. Like that sort of thing. Do you know? Yeah, like, it's I get on, it. like they're not taking at face value. Mm-hmm. And often something that also attributes to women being paid less than men is the amount of domestic labor that women are expected to do. And women, they do so much more on average, domestic labour than males. Unpaid domestic labour. Unpaid labor. domestic labour than includes, males in a heterosexual relationship. Yeah, talking about. which includes like housework and... Caring uh, to the children. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so I found some figures here from the World Economic Forum that on average, men spend one hour a day doing these unpaid household chores and six hours a day of paid work, whereas women spend four hours per day of unpaid domestic labor and only three hours of paid work because you know we've only got a certain amount of hours in a day to do things but women are doing so much more for the household that they have a lot less time to work and therefore are paid significantly less yeah exactly yeah and also what we see is that these figures of the gender pay gap are highest in careers or in industries more where flexible working hours aren't an option. And this is because that women are the ones that are stereotypically expected to, you know, go to their children's dance recitals and um, take take, them to their soccer practice. Yeah. Take them to school, pick them up from school. Exactly. So they have to do all of this extra running around, these extra um, domestic labour which often times don't add up. So say if start time at work is 8.30, but school drop-off time is also 8.30, they're going to have to arrange some sort of flexible working arrangement to accommodate that. And what if they also need to finish work then at 3 o'clock so then they can pick the children up from school at 3.30? But like the typical job is like, you know, 9 nine to to 5. Exactly. That doesn't fit in with like the school time frames. And so women are forced to take time off work to go and collect the children from school. Exactly. Or they don't even get the position in the first place because they, in the interview, they're like, I'm going to need to take these flexible working arrangements. But then the employer is like, no, I'm unable to offer you that. I need somebody that can work here five days a week, nine to five. Um, And it just doesn't work. So you've got industries like business and 
um, law firms and finance, and finance, all of those industries which require the more set nine to five jobs, which then like during those business hours, salespeople can meet up with and also, other salespeople. Like later in the evenings too, that they're still expected to work, say if they had a meeting or had to go and see a client type thing. Yeah, after work after hours. After work hours, if women are supposed to be supposed to be in quotations looking after the children while they're making their dinners, they're getting them ready for bed. They have to pick them up from yeah, school. Pick them up from school. All of these things. So then um, women often can't well, work these jobs because of the strict hours that are set exactly. in place and the unflexibility of the employers. Yeah, and then you see other industries such as, for example, like scientists or um uh tech tech companies tech companies where those hours can be a bit more flexible because it's more um online or like your own research in your own time when those industries have lower pay gaps because obviously women can arrange more flexible working arrangements so that they can um incorporate like accommodate their uh, their children's needs into that yeah so um that's a big one flexible working hours I also want to add on to that that I I really don't like the idea, the assumption that women have to be the ones to run around after the children when um, it's the men's children as well. It kind of plays into what we've discussed in an episode before that like men are praised if they are look after the children, whereas women, that's just the expected. And they're taken down if they choose work and, and have to go to a meeting so then they call a babysitter to look after their children. That is frowned upon. Yeah, women are frowned upon for choosing career over children. Yeah, but then men, that is the norm. That is the expected. They're expected to choose their career over their children. And if men choose children over their career, they're like, oh, wait, what? Why are you doing that? Yeah, it's like you're a bit soft kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, which is really bad, that mentality, because as we've already discussed in numerous episodes you can't just place one mold into everyone it's about people choosing their own paths what they want to do their own you you name it like whatever people are allowed to do what they want and these like assumptions these prejudices and then judging people for not fitting your mold is not does not work yeah exactly yeah and drawing on from this all the time women and mothers are ridiculed by other mothers at schools if they don't attend the concert if they don't come to come to assemblies if they if they don't bring some cakes to the bake sale type yeah, thing exactly those typical like housewife jobs if a woman works 9 to 5 they're still in a way expected to do all of this so if they don't volunteer for the parents and friends committee <laughs> because they're at a 9 to 5 job that's kind of frowned upon by other mothers if like oh, you never come to school functions, you never, like, do anything for your kid. It's frowned upon by other mothers. They're expected to do work and the children's extracurricular activities, whereas the men are expected to work and that is all. Yeah. When, like, when are women, I mean, when are the, when's the man expected to, like, cook for the bake sale? Like, they're not. And it's just that disparity between men, like, mothers and fathers that, just doesn't add up and it and we're very much talking about heterosexual relationships yeah here. definitely obviously we can't say for homosexual relationships we have no experience with them uh that is those type of relationships so it's this is where we predominantly see 
this kind of behavior is in these heterosexual yeah. father mother relationships yeah um because whereas if you've got a father and a father or a mother and a mother then there's some other arrangements that have to or be even made a there. mother or a father single yeah parent. single parent exactly praise single parents like actually go and get it they are so good they do everything and they deserve more praise than it's given yeah literally like even in our family i think um like our mum does probably 98 percent of the running around after us like driving us to work taking us to sport um waking up at like 5 a.m to take you to <laughs> swimming three times a week you know it's just like mum does 98 percent of that and Dad does, like, one drop-off every few weeks. And this was made so clear when Mum went to England for three weeks oh, for yeah. our granddad's funeral. And Dad was the sole parent of the household. For and this one week. Oh, no, these three weeks. Three weeks. Was. I was, like, I had to be the parent for the majority of that time. I, Ellie, trust me, it was me. Heather. <laughs> I was stressing so much. I went and did the food shops and just sat there and waited for Dad to come and get me so that he could pay for it because, obviously, I couldn't pay for it because... I didn't have any money. And then we had to rely... I did food shops as well. Yeah, we did the food shops because, you know, Dad wouldn't do them. We had to rely on so many other people to we take us to, home. Yeah. We had to, like, take a few weeks off work or, like, cut our shifts down dramatically. So then we only had, like, one running around each per week. I know. So it wasn't and... too much to, like, make him annoyed. And I, I felt so bad because this lady who lives in the same town as us would take her son swims and she would take me to and from swimming to like help out so dad didn't have to and I felt so bad because one time her son didn't swim and she still came and got me and took me home and she's a single parent so there was her she relies heavily on her mother to help her out to look after her yeah. children as well which is obviously that's completely fine but like she still came and got me to help like me out and take me home yeah. because dad couldn't do it Literally. and I was like oh, I feel so bad like she's an angel the amount of times that like mum will be busy she'll be on a course or something and dad's like nope I don't care about sport I don't do kids sport they can get themselves there or not do it at all and even like with working he's like no I'm, I refuse to run around after children taking them to work they can just not work I don't care yeah like, or he's like super late to get us then it's like yeah. well it doesn't matter you'll get there when you get there it's like no I start at 4 30 not five o'clock yeah literally and because he has his own business already so he doesn't understand that people have start times at work like for example he'll like one day he was meant to take me to work and um i started at like i think it was like two or something in the afternoon and um he was meant to get home and take me at like from 1 30 and take me in for two but he, I think he went to like see one of his friends and he was there just chatting and I kept calling him and calling him and calling him. He was like, yeah, I'm coming now, but like, I just got to finish this conversation. So I ended up being about 30 minutes late to work because he was having a conversation and he couldn't like understand that I have limitations that like, I need to start work at two because otherwise nobody's going to be there to work. Mm -hmm. I've literally lost money because yeah. he was made me late or he picked me up late and I'd already finished. Yeah, literally. And, like, he acts so hard done to if he has to do this one trip. He acts like, no, well, I do things you saw, like, that one time that I took you. Like, it, it's... And mum just does it so willingly and selflessly and um, that, but, like, like, for us, because we benefit from it, 
And it's like, no, like I want you to be able to do what you want, be able to have these experiences, be able to be involved in these extra Be able to earn your activities. own money. Like, dad doesn't really get that. He's like, oh, yeah, money, yeah, like, whatever. I don't care. You he doesn't fucking care about money. money. He doesn't care about us, like, doing these things that we want to do. It's just like, well, um, I, don't care about, I don't care about what you're doing, so I'm not helping you get there. He genuinely doesn't care. And, like... Yeah. This has just turned into a rant about dad, but like... <laughs> Anyways, doesn't it always, though? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, so I think we'll wrap it up there. Otherwise, we're going to Have go a on. rant with, about father for the next 30 minutes or so. Yes, yeah. Um, this one's a little bit of a shorter episode, but that's okay. It's kind of been a very information-heavy, so I yep. think that if you ask... You've learned something new in this episode. Maybe go and do some extra research to learn a bit more about it and get help yourself get more educated yeah. and more understanding about issues like this. Yeah, and even if you don't want to do some extra reading, that's fine. At least when um, somebody's talking about the gender pay gap, you'll know a little bit more and be able to, yeah, just Put be a little bit input. more educated and be able to teach other people. Yeah. That's what this is about. That is what it's all about. we want to do. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> All right, and we haven't done recommendations for a while, so I think we'll wrap up with recommendations this week. Sounds good. Ellie, you can go first because I still need to think of one. Uh, me too. Um, oh, yeah. I recommend rearranging your room. Ellie, you do this like every five minutes. Yeah, but actually a friend literally told me this morning that people who rearrange their room and their house often have a better on in general, a better mental state than people who don't because it, like, Shade. Shade. (laughs) I don't rearrange my room. Really? Ever. It's okay though, right? Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. 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 Yeah, and it's because you, like, give your brain constant stimulation. You're, like, changing your environment up so you have to be more resilient. Like, you can't just fall into old ways kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's the change aspect that is probably beneficial, but... No thanks. <laughs> yeah, so I recommend maybe changing up your space a little bit. Um, you don't even have to buy anything. Like I literally just rearrange my furniture around in like whatever um, arrangement that I feel like, and oh, just putting on some like music, locking everybody out so nobody can see what you're rearranging, and then you can do like a reveal at the end. Yeah, cute. It's good. <laughs> Washing your bed sheets at the same time so it's all fresh. Lovely. Getting that nice, all crisp, all yeah. lovely. That was my Sunday reset routine. Like last week, so yeah. love it. Would recommend. Um, I would recommend something that we have just started doing. Me and Mum and Ellie <gasps> is learning another language. <laughs> so we're using Duolingo and we are learning Spanish. Yeah, we've only just started, so we're not very good. <laughs> Me and Mum, Ellie learned Spanish previously, but like is re getting back into it. Yeah, and so yeah, just learn Spanish or learn a language either by yourself or with someone else. It's kind of cool to learn it with someone yeah. else because then you have someone to like talk to that's what i had like when i was learning spanish i loved learning a language but um it was just got kind of draining because i couldn't speak it to anyone so yeah. then i i think it's convinced... kind of cool to learn a new language i wish that i was bilingual bilingual like i was See, that's born what we're doing in here. a bilingual household yeah me too and, like spoke english in another language i think it would be absolutely amazing because yeah. i feel like it's like so cool to be able to switch between two languages know exactly what oh, people yeah. are saying in both languages i'm like that is so cool yeah so we're me learning too. spanish so i recommend you try it out yeah like duolingo is really cool it's like easy. small easy lessons it's very interactive it gives you like Good encouragement job. for getting things right which i love because <laughs> i need that encouragement and you just do like five minutes a day and keep a daily streak to you know keep 
the incentive to yep. keep going and it's really cool so i recommend learning a language yeah oh, it's just gonna be so great when we're gonna be sitting at the kitchen table and we'll be like um blah 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 blah, blah and like talking about dad and hamish and but they'll have no Spanish. idea what we're saying yeah well i can say what can i say l um, what's that the <laughs> l no i wanted to say um um la nina the yo soy una nina i am a girl yeah oh my gosh um <laughs> tu hablas inglés do i speak english yeah i haven't done that so i'm sure i, I think anyone could figure that out what you were trying to say yeah. anyways maybe we'll speak spanish in an episode when we i highly doubt it i highly doubt it <laughs> i do not think that we could speak spanish for an entire right, episode so. <laughs> we're not getting that good yet <laughs> no anyways i think we'll wrap it up here yes I agree. anything else to add heather no i think that's about all all right anyways i'm ellie and i'm heather and, and thank, thank you for, for listening, listening to, to tea and talk, talk.